Hi, this is Steve Perry, author of the Matador series, and you're listening to Karate Cafe. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit piranagear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's Paul here with another episode of Karate Cafe. Not too far off my center line yeah. is my good friend Dan Williams. Dan, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I am on the road. I, I, I hear we have some cafe sounds in the back. We to, do. Uh, you know, to kind of uh, fill out the cafe illusion. I have a, I have a coffee in my hand, and I'm at a uh, a well known chain that rhymes with Blarblux, and uh, <laughs> because uh, a they're not uh, they're not sponsoring me, and then right. B um, uh, or us I guess. But also because as uh, those of you who have been following us and, and whatnot have known, I am on the road. I am traveling across this great land of ours, and even a traveling in, man, and even onto uh, other countries. Uh, you know, arguably, I'm, you know, I live in Texas, so I'm in another country anyway. But um, yeah, we uh, I am here in lovely Wisconsin, uh, and uh, spending a few days with a karate buddy of mine, kind of decompressing from the road a little bit before we we press on. We've been to uh, Santa Fe uh, in New Mexico, where I tried in vain to hook up with our good friend Matt Page, Master Ken of Enter the Dojo fame, but he yes. is so busy because he is exploded into awesomeness that uh we couldn't we traded texts back and forth and whatnot and uh but we just couldn't get our uh our scale mostly his schedule he's he's far busier than i was um but i did get a chance to visit an aikido dojo there uh joel nakamura cool. at an aikido dojo i just stopped in at a um a place it was, it's right next door to a restaurant we were at and they had cards and so i i looked at this his website and so here's another uh, quick tip guys update your website not the yes. keto guys, but just in general. Any of you more certain structures are there because you never know when some schmo is going to want to look. And I looked, and there on his website was his times, and his times was the class had just started. So I walked around the corner. I walked in. He said hi. He invited me out to, on the mat to work out for a little bit while we were waiting for our table. Did a couple falls. Met some of his people. That's um, cool. And that's, oh. the way it's, and that's the way it's supposed to work, right? You know, so. Right. Uh, and... Um, so but just whenever I'm, I'm driving around, if I see a, a, a school of some kind, I, I stop in, and if it's open, I'm going to try and stick my head in. More often than not, they're not open. Uh, but, you know, I'm trying to check in and tag to let people know that, you know, we as a martial arts community are moving around. So That's awesome. Uh, uh, and I also posted on Facebook, I think this morning, about uh, we're getting ready to make our insertion into Canada. Uh, and so... <laughs> Uh, I will be in the Toronto area. Fair warning to uh, the Canadians. That's right. Hey, hide your back bacon and, and <laughs> toots. Um, That's right. But keep and your beer out. Moose. Yeah, uh, keep it out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll be in the Toronto area about an hour north. Um, I've emailed some schools that I know are going to be along my path along the way. Uh, I've heard a couple in uh, Minnesota. I stopped in a short and school and, and trained with those guys. Uh, and, and so... You know, that, that's the thing. And now uh, I'm waiting for an order by our sponsor, the lovely, the talented Bill from Piranha Gear is sending me some T-shirts. So, no way. To, yes, to Johnny Appleseed or Johnny Karate Seed uh, around as I travel. So if you're listening uh, and you have a school or you're a part of a school and you're more or less on the way, let me know and maybe you'll get a shirt. Uh, maybe I, you get some swag some, along some with swag, your visit. Exactly. So anyway, uh, going to Canada probably next week. I'll be in uh, Wisconsin for a couple more days. And uh, then we're moving on. 
So anyway, it's been fun. It's been interesting. I have a gi. Uh, eventually, I'm going to end up in Maine at a uh, one of our federation events. So that's the plan on that. But wow! But uh, we have got uh, we got an email. Another round. Of oh, hey! Before we go on to that, you know, one of the things that I thought uh, that I didn't realize before—I don't know if we talked about it on the show—but um, the the Facebook uh, group, I didn't realize that there are. I think that there might be some people in the group that uh, have not listened to the show, or don't listen to the show, or possibly don't even Shame know the show them. exists. Uh, I think I know. At least in one case, they didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that, uh, don't know the show exists, it does. Um, so well, that's all you, I wanted to say. Why would you be listening? <laughs> you, you, you're, you're talking to vapor right now. The, uh, yeah, yeah that's so, true. Um, it, so yeah, um, anybody that posts in the, in the, in the group, uh, just to give you fair warning that m- everybody might not have context to your post. Right. Exactly. And, and also as much context as possible because we are, a group of, you know, even within karate, we're, we're fairly disparate personalities or, or different systems and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I think our new friend Dan Burbank posted something about guard, like what guard you trade in. And, oh, and, I, was, and I was like, I don't know. What does that mean? I mean, I know from a jiu-jitsu standpoint kind of what guard is, but I don't know. Or does he mean like, like, yeah. Like, what is your fighting stance? Exactly. Or... So, so Dan, if you can, uh, if you haven't already, because it actually just happened today, and this probably won't be up until after the Fourth of July weekend. God bless America, America, um, America. And and for those of you outside the United States, we're sorry for our current current political craziness. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, other people have uh, political craziness as well. That's true. Ours is just especially insane because That's you know. True. We have we yeah. have things going over anyway, but but uh, so you guys listen on the other end of this weekend. Yeah, if if, if you're posting, yeah, just keep in mind that you know we're not all you know as as savvy as everybody. Um, and if you haven't joined the group yet, um, and you haven't joined Facebook yet, it's it's a really good reason to do it. And uh, if you just want to go out and create a fake you account on Facebook because you hate the idea of digitizing your friends um go out and create create a face fake account and uh join the group yeah you know well it's one of the things that that i have is i have a dojo account and a personal account and and they're the twain mm-hmm. shall meet anymore because there was yeah. especially this time i guess what four years ago the twain were meeting <laughs> the twain the twain met and a lot of people got mad at some of the stuff that <laughs> my closely held personal beliefs I uh, did not uh, mesh with some of the people that were my good friends. We did a show on this a long time ago. I can't even remember what it was um, yeah. on social media and the martial arts. But um, one of the things was I basically just I separated out my um, accounts. So I, yeah. I, there's nothing political on my dojo account. So you may want to just, if nothing else, create a martial arts account. And then you can block there it you, go. you don't want to see it. Uh, but there anyway, but we got, uh, so on that note, we got another round of questions from uh, Ryan. Uh, down in yes. down in Texas, which is kind of strange. I, uh, Ryan, if you're listening, which you are, because you're uh, submitting uh, questions. Yeah, well, where are you at? Because we should probably get together. Um, yeah. He says, uh, "Hey guys, I've been saving up another batch of questions for you to input on. Uh, it's pretty long. We're going to hop around on some of them, um, but they they have some pretty some pretty good questions." Uh, on this and we always appreciate emails of, of questions and things like that. It gives us good shows. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, he asked a bunch of questions, and then he also said, um, and we'll get to the questions for a second, so I'm just going to kind of run around, but he said, uh, he need, he says, finally, I need to thank you guys. I recently attended a seminar in Georgia and had a long drive to get there. Fortunately, I had a few hours worth of Karate Cafe to work through. <laughs> and that's probably, that's like six months of Karate Cafe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he said, I listened to episode 87, which was on curbing arrogance. So ah. it was a good episode. Uh, but the best part was that Paul's voice came out of my left speaker and Dan's voice came out of my right. So it was just for that one episode, but it was as if you were literally conversing in front of me. <laughs> Maybe it was a fluke, but it was pretty cool to hear. Uh, yeah, Ryan, that yeah. was um, uh, when I was – that was probably quite a while ago. I don't even look up when, when we posted that. But uh, there was a while where I was kind of still kind of gra- grappling part yep. of the line with or punching. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the production of the podcast. And so I exported it one time in some like split stereo thing. And I thought it was kind of cool, but I think it made the file kind of big or something. There's a reason why I didn't do it, but yeah, not only that, but you can't do, you can't do a single earbud and listen. Um, which, which is how I like to listen. You know, if I'm sitting on my desk or something, mm-hmm. I just pop one earbud in and I can listen to podcasts that way, which is, which is really nice that, you know, you don't have to be completely closed out. And honestly, there's just, there's not a whole lot of purpose to being in stereo other than the cool factor. Yeah. Well, the, well that's it. I mean, maybe we need to, we'll, we'll put two versions. We'll put the, uh, you know, there you go. The conversation version and the, uh, idly listening version, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we thank you for that little bit of uh, information. But anyway, uh, on to some of the questions. Uh, there were several of them, so we may not get to them all this episode, but we'll try and get them to them very soon. Um, let's see. Uh, have either of you found reading martial arts books useful to your training? Well, I know that I have. You know, I, th- I think for me, I'm kind of a, a book guy anyway. I, I end up reading a lot, and if... You know, like I, I got a, a new job where I'm now a business analyst and I ended up buying a couple of books on being a business analyst. I just, I, it feels like that makes a lot of sense to me to, you know, it's just like if, if you could have a, a virtual teacher that's, that's inside the pages of a book, like I say, it only makes sense. Um, uh, so I have a, I have a collection of books, um, a lot of them are, you know, I've, I've got probably, I don't know, half a dozen of Wing Chun books. I've got an Aikido book. Um, I guess the one that I would point out most, most for me anyway, is the Tao of Jeet Kune Do, um, by, obviously by Bruce Lee. Um, that one is, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, not just in its, its content, um, but also just looking at how Bruce Lee approached the martial arts, uh, in general. Um, that's, that's kind of what I think the value of that book is, is because it's, it it is a list of, of techniques and a list of, you know, exercises and things like that. But more importantly, it gets into the, the whys of stuff, you know, why was this, why is this important? Why is this not important? Kind of thing. And that's that's the kind of stuff that I generally find valuable. Yeah, uh, the you know, well, I'm kind of a voracious reader anyway, and so yeah, um, yeah, I've been reading stuff for a long time, and I've had 
uh, well, I guess it's, it's, it's important to do his following question was, uh, have you ever either had a book recommended by your teachers or recommended books to your students? And, um, and yes, <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've had books like some fairly obscure ones. And our good friend Matthew Matson, he's, he's actually recommended a couple of books, uh, both to the group and to me personally. So, uh, and, and, and some stuff where there's like, you know, it's, it's like some guy just puts something out on like some university press sort of kind of self-publishy kind of deal. Um, and what, and actually we've actually recommended on the show, we've had some writers, mm-hmm. some authors and stuff on it. Uh, yep. so, so I think there, there's value to be had reading anything in the martial arts. Um, I was reading or I'm still kind of reading, uh, off and on is a book called, uh, I think it's called like Shotokan Secret. I don't have it with me on the road. That's the, the kooky thing. I, I kept it in a book format and, uh, but one of my students recommended it to me. He said, Hey, have you read this? And he was a, he's a black belt in another style. And he was like, Oh, have you read this? It's about Okinawa. And I was like, oh, I've heard of it. I haven't read it. So I've read it. And there's some stuff in there that I'm, you know, I don't agree with. And there's some stuff in there that. And, you know, that's the thing is that I don't think that anybody can. Um, you you can't open up a book and expect that you're going to agree with everything. In fact, you can almost expect that you're not going to agree with everything. But I think it's important to keep yourself intellectually challenged on that stuff. And. And just be kind of open to new ideas and maybe different ways of looking at well, things. Well, yeah, it's, it's the part that it makes you think, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, like when I go to seminars that are not in our federation or whatnot, you know, it's, it's stuff it just, it just makes you think, you know. Yeah. It, even if you don't agree with it, it, you have to think about it relative to, you know, whatever it is that you're doing or your system or whatever. And go like, you know, where does this – and it generally spurs some sort of, you know, deeper thought in some direction, you know. So um, – uh, on that book, I, I've read stuff, and, and it's it's a, a book about his, the history of, of karate, primarily, okay. and, and like how you know stuff got fomented, and kind of the reasoning behind whatever. And, Interesting. Uh, and, and some of it, so you know, you you kind of read it, and in my mind, when I'm reading it, I kind of go like, and and not just this book, but like you can read anything that's that's sort of I don't know subject specific, I guess, and you can kind of go like, there's a little bit of an agenda there. Like they're like yeah. they're, like they're they're they're, right. they're they're backing up their stance, which is okay. I mean that's the way it should be, right? So, but when I read it, I kind of go like, mm, I think that was a stretch, or like, oh, that was kind of an interesting take on a story that I heard that's along the same thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So yeah, um, uh, and, and so I, I guess I'm not. Rec- I guess I am recommending people read that book. It's it's. It's a fairly. Uh, it seems to be fairly well researched and whatnot. But well, um, we have some we have some books on the Amazon page, don't we? We do. We have all manner. Of, oh, actually, several books. Uh, on there, uh, lots of good stuff by Ian Abernathy and, and and whatnot. And anyone who wants to recommend stuff that we can put on there, if you go to was it cardicafe dot com slash store, I think it'll take you to our our Amazon yeah. little book nook. But yep. um, uh, but but as as far as recommending books to students, first off, I just I read I tell them just read anything, right? Um, right. But what I'm what I'm doing now, and I just started it, and I haven't got it fully to fruition yet. I just started it like about six months ago was I read a book and um, it was uh, The Essence of Okinawan Karate. And so I read that book uh, and and part of it is like a sort of a technical, you know, thing about uh, that branch of short anew, which is not really in line of ours, but it talks about kata, but there's a, the first section of the book talks about things like stance and breathing and you know, just all the technical stuff that, that we all mess with and so anyway yeah. so i read it 
And when I finished reading it, what I did was that the next test that we had, after I gave all the certificates out, I gave it to my, my, my senpai, my senior student. And I said, okay, uh, and I wrote my name in it and the date that I finished reading it. <clears throat> and I said, okay, now I want you to read this before the next test. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you questions based ah. on this book in that, in that test. And, you know, it's not going to be like a book report. It's just going to be like, you know, what did you think about blah? Yeah. And yeah. then what he's going to do is when he gets promoted, then he hands it to the next guy down the line. And I'm cool. going to hand him the next book I'm reading. Which uh, I think was the Book of Five Rings. I decided to reread that again. Ah, uh, yeah, you know? you know, I, I, I have not gotten through that, and I've always been, I've always intended to read that one. Maybe I'll have to crack that back open. Yeah. So, the nice thing about that one is that it, it's it's ancient, you know, so you can download free copies online, no problem. Right. Yeah. The um, because 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 stealing is bad. Uh, <laughs> Unless it's a free podcast, in which case you can donate at CardiCafe.com. That's right. Uh, anyway, but <laughs> the um, but anyway, and I think it's also important as a martial artist to go back and reread some of those books because mm -hmm. you know a couple of years goes by and you're and you've you've polished some on the way down, you know, or along the way, and you you know, maybe yeah. some of your thoughts have changed or you know approach to something has changed, and then you reread the book and you go like, oh, yeah, you know, I missed that part earlier. Or, you know. Yeah. You know, and I think that's true of life as well. You know, my, my wife has mentioned that she's, she's read, you know, like Catcher in the Rye a few times and um, some other books that have had, you know, that had impact on her when she was young. And, of course, the as you get older, they have a, a different message to them. They have a different impact on you. And I think it's the same with the martial arts book is as you go through your martial arts life. Um, these books will read a different way uh, based on, on where you are in your martial arts. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, for, for my part, it's, it's really interesting. I don't think an instructor has ever recommended a book to me. Um, and I, amusingly enough, um, I did have, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Oh boy, I'm going to blank on this now. I'm in trouble. Um, Steve Perry. Uh, yeah. The the books that he wrote. I, I, the Matador his series. Books. The yeah. Matador. Thank you, Matador. That's the word I couldn't think of. So I got the Matador series recommended to me, but <laughs> no nonfiction books. Um, uh, but and I I do think you know as as an instructor it's and I was I was thinking about this the other day. I think it's a good topic for another podcast, but. Um, you know, it's like, what, what should we be teaching students m more than kick, punch, throw, uh, stuff. And, and I think books comes into the, um, the, the mind aspect of mind, body, spirit. And I think there's so much focus on body that people kind of forget about, oh yeah, there's, there's, there's two more sides to the triangle, you know? Right. Yeah. It, it, it's well, you know, as part of, you know, in the perfect world of martial artists, we're all supposed to be well-rounded and be studying calligraphy and flower arranging and all right. that other stuff. Right. So, but, but I mean, just, it, you know, so many people really don't, you know, they, they don't cross train, they don't, you know, or they, they, they kind of do the thing that they're doing. Right. But they, so they don't really right. go and train at another school. They really don't. You know, get together with some sort of you know, I don't know, martial arts study group. They don't listen to really cool podcasts like Chronic Cafe. They don't they, exactly, and, and so they hear they're kind of swimming in their own waters, and, and you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's recirculating. It's a, 
and a book is yeah, a it's good a, way it's an to echo chamber. Yeah, a, a book is a good way to like read stuff and kind of mm-hmm. go, you know, just. It, it, I think it's also, and probably it's probably a good idea. I don't know. Maybe everyone should sit down and try and write some sort of martial arts treatise, you know, or, or mm-hmm. a pamphlet because. You know, one of the things about, you know, teaching is you learn a lot from teaching because you have to distill it and you have to try and get it across. Yeah. So, like, when I read, like, a book on, say, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and, you know, there's there's pictures and stuff on there, and there's, so there's explanations. And, you know, does the explanation really explain the picture? Kind of, you know, like, so whoever's writing this yeah. has to really kind of think about what techniques are going to show, how they're going to show them, and that's, that's teaching, right? So. And that's that's one of the things that I've actually found less useful um, is I you know I have I have several books of um, that are very technique oriented um, and I I don't I don't find those terribly useful. What what ends up happening is is that the the majority of the book is is filled with large pictures of breakdowns of different techniques and um you know i think if if i want that kind of stuff i generally go to to dvds or online videos or or something of that nature um because books there's 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 too much stuff other than position um that a technique depends upon. Um, so if, if I'm looking for a, 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 an interesting book to read on the martial arts, I, if I flip it open and I see a lot of pictures, those are generally not the ones I gravitate towards. Um, the exception being one of, one of my favorite martial arts books is called Aikido and the dynamic sphere. Um, and they have lots of really cool drawings. It's, it's just, it's, it's diagrammed. Um, but there's a large section of the book that really breaks down each of the individual Aikido moves. And honestly, I like looking through it just because the, uh, the illustrations are cool. Um, but the first half of the book is all like very well written philosophy and theory of, of Aikido, which is also very cool. Yeah, yeah, and again, so you can kind of read through it and get sort of, you know, a Cliff Notes version of, okay, well, this is the theory behind that system kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, you know, kind of an important thing because that way you can you can think about how it relates to your art. And, you know, that's, just... that's the thing, you know, is that is that there, there are many times where, you know, you read something in there and you go, gee, you know, that's either a, a gap in my training, a gap in my art, or there is an aspect of my art that relates to this, but I haven't really focused on that. Maybe that's something interesting to look into kind of thing. Right. And so again, it just, it kind of gets you thinking. It kind of gets you thinking. So, um, so yeah, so yes, we've done both. uh, (laughs) And we have both also found martial arts books useful to our training. And it it kind of Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Magazines, whatever. It's, 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 you know, just refreshing the, uh, the pond as it were. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny, I, magazine, speaking of magazines, I was a subscriber to Black Belt for a long time, and I don't know, yeah, I, me too. I felt like that kind of went downhill. I, do you, are you still a subscriber? Oh, God, no. No, they, uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. It, was, it, it seemed like for a long time, there, there was a, a spate of every, every issue on the cover had something about, you know, like, Bruce Lee versus whoever the... The name was uh, yeah, the it, it was like very clickbaity. You Who know? would win? 
you know yeah and, uh, yeah really it was like it was like a buzzfeed you know on whatever the <laughs> top 10 this that or the other thing yeah you know and so and then but you could definitely see like you know what was fashionable at the moment you know and it was like yeah muay thai for a while and then jujitsu for a while and then you know then it kind of comes back around to jeet do for a little bit mm-hmm. and and the, and the thing and- about it the thing about it is, is like it ends up being kind of the same faces and kind of the same names. Now I'm not talking about the yeah. guys who are writing the articles and stuff like, you know, Dave Lowry and, you know, whatnot, like Jim Wagner and stuff like that. Like those are guys that they're kind of an institution and, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of the thing. So, you know, but I'm talking about like the, the actual like articles, the sort of day-to-day articles or, you know, on one thing. I kind of liked it for a while. They were doing, uh, it was actually, I think it was, it wasn't in the actual magazine. I think it was like a additional magazine kind of deal and it was you know x five numbers of arts and how they respond to a like a straight punch or a kick you know like a, a mm-hmm. or whatever and they would you know like have three or four different guys and you know some people you never heard of that's interesting yeah, yeah. and you know they did that for a while i don't think they really do that anymore I, I didn't think they did it for very long but i thought it was kind of interesting just to watch like the different approaches to you know, yeah, the same concept really, essentially, or or, or, retali- or reacting to the same technique. So, but, and I mean, uh, I kind of get it. Why the I'm I'm guessing the the magazine, you, you know, people just aren't buying magazines anymore. Um, so it's it's well, there's the, that the magazine yeah. industry is waning. Yeah, there's that, but there's also the whole like you know they kind of retread the same topics a lot. Which I mean, God knows we're we're guilty of that too. There's really only so many right. things to talk about. But I mean, right. uh, 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 getting like fresh names in there and 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 whatnot. I mean, I've been. I mean, I like. I even had one of my letters printed in black belt one time that I wrote in. And, oh, cool! Uh, and you know, so it's. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I. I still. And read you know, it. the thing about yeah, the thing about the magazine stuff is that honestly, I don't know. I've I've gotten I, there's one website that just sells magazines, and I went out there and like for five bucks you can get a year of this, that, or the other thing, and. Oftentimes they're so painfully cheap that I'm like, ah, eh, what the heck? Um, and the dealing with recycling the magazines is more painful than the the money that you spend on them. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't get it anymore because I don't bother to get it. But um, I would not recommend it. I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I still like it when I go in. I generally go to a bookstore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if there's a new episode, new episode, new issue I, of Black Belt, I'll grab that. I'll grab. I, I do too. You know, like a TKD Times, and I'll grab a you yep. know, cl- classical fighting arts, um, yep. which I used to subscribe to as well. And I don't know why I stopped because I, it, it's for uh, Okinawa martial artists. It's actually pretty good, but oh. um, yeah, you know. But it's just, it's just reading, you know, and constantly rereading. And of course, the internet is is you can find all kinds <laughs> of great articles there too. Um, yeah. Okay, let's run to some of the other questions uh, again. Thanks, Ryan. Um, yeah. Uh, this is really good. I like these uh, questions. It says, do either of you write things down as part of your training? Do you uh, make your students write things down? And mm-hmm. do you think you can even actually write down the important parts of a martial art? And yeah. and, and, and and yes, <laughs> or yes, yes, maybe. Um, uh, I do. I take notes. And actually, one of the kind of interesting things, uh, Steve uh, Absega, one of our fifth degrees in, in Maine, uh, He's, he's, he's a fantastic martial artist. And uh, when we have our 2D camp every year in, de- in December, or then this year in particular, I pointed it out. I mean, he's a fifth-degree black belt. You know, he, he, he knows his stuff left, right, and center. But he has, like, all our 2D sets, all our joint locks and whatnot, printed out 
And he, when we get done doing stuff, he's over there writing notes down. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, I, I text. I, I'm I'm more tech savvy, right? So I text myself, <laughs> and, and whatnot. Um, but I pointed it out to my students. So they're, they're, and, and because I do, I do, I make my students have a notebook, and I said, yeah. like, you know, like I can tell you stuff, you know, but if you want, like, to write down the sequence of stuff or you know whatever the next set of stuff, I said, you know. Sometimes we may not see that again for a month or two. So write it down, and that way you can look at yeah. it at home. And and I keep threatening to make it a part of the uh, promotion process, right? I keep, <laughs> I, I keep saying like, "Let me see your notebook," and but I never do. Um, yeah. But I do think it's important. I, I that's what I did as a kid. I wrote everything down, or as a as a young, bright-eyed martial artist, I, I wrote everything down. And then later, after writing it down, I got tired of trying to reread my chicken scratch. And so when the computer age showed up, I got out my word processor, and that used to be a thing, kids. Uh, I got on my word processor and I wrote out all the things. So I have two notebooks. I have one with a bunch of chicken scratch, and then I have one that's actually got stuff printed out. So interesting. And for the longest time, that's what I would use until they came out with like an instructor's manual. So I kind of, I kind of think this is a, this is a, a personality thing, um, because I don't take notes. I have a tendency to. Um, well, there's a couple of things. Um, one, I think note taking is great. Um, I think it's it's good for referring back to. I also think it's um, when you write something down, you have a tendency to remember it better. Um, but the reason that I generally don't take notes is is kind of twofold. Um, I I don't take notes because I did for a long time and then realized I would was never going back to them anyway. Uh, so they ended up not being very useful for me. The other thing is, is that I found that when I was taking too many notes, I wasn't paying attention to what was actually going on. Um, and it's, it's a tough balance between, um, you know, I end up with a bunch of bullet points that, you know, a month later, actually don't make any sense to me. Um, but it's, to me, it's more of a, when I think note taking for me anyway, is, is more at a seminar level than it is an in class level. Um, but if I'm at a seminar, I, I want to be at that seminar. I want to be paying attention to what is in front of me instead of trying to record it. I think it's a lot like, um, if, if you're on, uh, if you're on vacation and you know, you're, you're, you've got a camera in front of your face and you're taking pictures of the beautiful sunset, uh, you're not actually just experiencing the sunset. Uh, so I do think there's a, a delicate balance between just, you know, ex- experiencing the class and experiencing the seminar and, the 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 desire to to learn excel take notes um so so it's 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 really just a a philosophical difference of are you in class to experience the class and 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 do your martial arts or are you in class to to learn and and i think it's both and i think both are important um but i think there's a balance in there you know yeah, I, well, you know, and I agree. There's, um, 
I think the note taking like in a regular class is kind of a just you know it's a little bit of the time. Is that I mean I was like don't write down, and, and that kind of goes to his his last section is like do you even think you can write down the important parts of the martial art? I want them to write down reminders. You know like yes like initially like okay it's you know it's a wrist lock it's an elbow lock it's a lapel grab it's a shoulder grab right you know and then they have to remember the technique because if you sit down and try and do the technique. You're going to miss nuances clearly. You're also going to, you know, like in our instructor's manual, I look at it and I'll look at it and it's really wordily written. And I'm like, there's so much detail that I can't. So what I ended up doing was I ended up, I have a soft copy of it and I, and I like copied and pasted it into a Google Doc. And mm -hmm. um, then what I did was I, I took it and I put the important parts in bold. So straight across wrist grab. You know, yep. circle to the outside, you know, and then move into arm bar. Okay. And then if I need to, because as the instructor, what I usually do is I have that on my iPad. And I just kind of have it open. The iPad is the new ancient scrolls, by the way, everybody. Um, That's right. The, uh, I have it sitting there in a place of reverence. And so I can just kind of look at it. And because there are guys who can remember everything, but I'm not that guy. So I just look at it and I go, I see number next is wrist grab this thing, this thing. And yeah, I and I, th I I think that use case is is different and and very important. I I really think that it's it's important for an instructor um, to be prepared uh, and to be prepared for class and and to to know what to know what's what when when you're going in. Uh, and I think you're absolutely right that and that to me would be more of a you know. At night, kind of thing, thinking about your martial arts and thinking about your class. Um, what what do you want people to go through? So I, I think in that sense, yes, taking notes to capture your ideas, um, and I guess that's what it's all about, right? It is to capture either your ideas or someone else's ideas. Um, and again, the seminar example is a good one. If, for example, you are an instructor and you're at a seminar and someone presents an idea or a topic or even a particular technique uh, that you want to remember to take back with you, then yeah, you, you got to write that stuff down. You know, there's, you have to capture it. Right. And, and the purpose of, I guess, as an instructor, one of the great things about having a class is you have, you know, X number of people to remember stuff. Cause my sensei, <laughs> when we go to seminars and stuff all the time, he can be like, remember that? He just pointed at me, go that you need to remember that. That's yours to right. remember when we get back to class. <laughs> and so then at the next class, it'd be like, okay, you remember that thing we did? Mm -hmm. Let's go over it. So that way we can all remember it. And you know, we do that kind of in the IT world. Like someone will go to some sort of seminar or conference or whatever, yeah, and then come back and do like a lunch and learn on it. Well, you know, it's kind of so it's kind of the same thing. It's you know, it's it's a it's a punch and learn. You know, you, it's you a, oh, I like that, dude. Has anybody else used that? Punch no, and learn. me That's just now. Trademarked right there. Trade, exactly. Anybody um, uses that, they owe you a dollar. We're, we're going to call it a punch and learn for now. When you go to a seminar, you bring them back to your class. It's a punch and learn. The That's right. uh, and, and TM Karate Cafe, two thousand sixteen. The, <laughs> the uh, but but anyway, I mean, so that's kind of the thing, you know, which is you know, arguably like you know, that's what kata is. Kata is a way of transmitting all these techniques. It's a library. It's a library. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it is important to write stuff down. I think it's important to take notes. Um, I, but I agree with you. I think it's. There's a time and a place for it, and if you're too busy taking notes, you know, if you're too busy focusing on the finger, 
which I think I'm the only person ever to say you that. You miss all the beauty of the moon. I miss all the heavenly glory. I'm going to trademark that too. That's right. So yeah, um, I, you know, I always advise people to the the best thing that that you can do is, and I think this is true of martial arts as well, is experiment. You know, I mean, if if you haven't had the experience, there was um, what in, in Kent Nelson's class, he he's got everybody uh, bring a notebook every day, essentially, Good. and not only do they track their, I, I mean. What it's primarily for is to track your progress and track a checklist of techniques that you're supposed to have gone through. And essentially, it's kind of supposed to be a journal of your martial arts experience in his class, which I think is a really cool idea. The only problem is, is a lot of people don't do it. You know, they just, it's, it's very difficult to be disciplined about that stuff when you've got a lot of stuff else going on. And, and for me, I go to class. I want to have fun in the class. I just enjoy it. And so it, it, I explicitly don't want to, I, I mean, I, I hate to put it this way, but <laughs> I don't want to try and learn. I just want to learn. Um, and so to me, the note-taking process is, is part of the, the trying to learn. And it depends on what mode you're in when when you go to whatever it is you go to, um, whether it be class or a seminar, and that's that's why I guess seminars are, are more conducive to note taking because you are really there to learn. That's that's your primary purpose. Um, but if it's say a tournament or a class or something like that, then to me, I'm I'm there to do. I'm not there explicitly, gosh, that sounds weird, but I'm not there explicitly to, to learn. I'm not there as, as that, that learning is my, is my primary purpose. It's doing what I do and, and having the instructor and, and the instructor teaching me is great. Um, and progressing is great, but I'm not looking for an A. I'm not looking for, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in, in studying for the sake of studying or studying to get an A on my next exam, I'm just there because that's what I want to do. And, you know, when I progress through, you know, the different forms that I do or the different techniques that I have to learn for my next belt, I do it, but I don't do it with stress or, or purpose or anything like that. I just do it because that's what's next on the list. And, you know, I'm getting bored with the old stuff. So I move on to the new stuff. Um, so I guess it depends on, on what your, your purpose and intention of class is and, um, what you want to do. But again, I would say experiment, you know, treat it like a dream journal and take the journal to class and, uh, or, or whatever works for you. Um, you know, pen and paper don't need a Wi-Fi signal and they never run out of uh, batteries. Uh, so there's, there's a bonus there, but if you haven't taken notes in class and you haven't done that before, then I think you should, um, even if you don't think it's for you, um, because you might find that while you don't continue to take notes in class, maybe you discover something else that's important about the process. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it kind of comes back to what we said at the original set of, of questions was, you know, thinking, you know, make sure you yeah. think, if nothing else, you're like, what did I write down? What, is right. that, what does that say, you know? <laughs> 
flip flop, bing bang, death punch. What, what... <laughs> like I say, it becomes like a dream journal, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like I, I know I meant something there, and it was awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. But now I don't know what it is. Well, you know. So. And some people I've seen get really good at at drawing diagrams too. And I know that that is. I, I wish I were a better artist, but um, mm-hmm. I think even stick figures can help. Yeah, one of the things that I, that I do with on my uh, my dojo manual when I send it to the new student is it has uh, two template sheets. One is like a compass, you know, with you know, or X Y axis, I guess you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. And then the other is a um, basically like a, a template for writing down like a drill set. So, okay. and so like the compass one is like, you know, that's for the kata, you know, so if you want to print that out, write the kata name in the top and go like, okay, I turn this way, you know, I turn this way, you know, however you want to mm-hmm. do it, if you want to like yep. where your feet are going to be or whatever. And then, cause I've used those to, to varying, you know, success. Mm-hmm. And then on the other one was like, you know, on, on the left side, you write, you know, like straight punch and on the right side, you write, you know down block you know or, or whatever so that way you're running down okay the first move is this and then and this is my response and the first next move is this and this is the response and that way you know for writing out drills and kata, i was and i gave the students to go that's that's for your notebook you can print those out you can print out yeah. four or five copies stick them in you know a loose leaf three ring binder and that you can use to like keep your note they said or you can just have a notebook three ring, i don't care you know yeah and I will say that that's the other thing is that if you if you train at home and you have a partner at home, um, it is really I have found it very handy to have uh, a list a set of drills. Um, so if if you have your buddy over for a training day or something like that, you're not just staring at each other going, "Well, what do we do next?" You can actually look at the list of training drills and go, "Hey, let's do." this next or let's do that next so that's kind of nice yeah yeah and, and that's what i kind of intended for is just look at it go like oh that's the next technique so if nothing else you just read it you know mm-hmm. like before class i say okay we're going to work on your new set of one steps all right, right i'm going to work on one steps everybody then you go to your your if you haven't done it in a while you go to your your, your one steps page your, your dream journal your mean journal see there's another, ah, mean, another one. mean journal tm Right, cafe 2016 and you go like okay this is the white belt that's the blue belt that's the green belt that's the brown belt and you know you can just kind of step through in your head and go like okay because you know there'll probably be a chance between between sets to take a little break get a drink of water or whatever and you can go back and just leave it open and look and go like okay this is the next one this is the next okay cool and it's just it's just to remind you just to refresh you you know so uh i think it's important to write stuff down it's basically what we're saying yeah i i think so too and it you know each each person has to find the the balance for them, and that's the real trick is is finding a balance between uh, too many and not enough, and and really what's simply what's right for you, you know. Right. Well, you know, <clears throat> I think that's good. We, there, uh, Ryan had some more questions. I think we're going to save those for our next show. Excellent. Uh, whenever that be. Again, I'm on the road, and I, I keep saying I was going to do some minisodes, and I have one in my head about. Um, uh, weapons of opportunity at the campground and oh. I, I was thinking i was going to shoot a video on it is actually what i was going to do so uh you guys will cool. a, a get to see our camper or caravan for those of you uh, in europe and um and then just i was like picking up some stuff i'm like hey that's like a this and, oh hey that's like a, the other thing and so uh i was <laughs> i was gonna like uh put a little something together i may videotape it and post it up um uh, 
But we'll definitely finish out the rest of these questions the next episode because uh, there are four really good questions. And Ryan, thank you very much for sending those in. Yes, thank you. Thanks a lot. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to finish uh, up uh, my coffee and I'm going to, uh, again, hit the road. Uh, for those of you guys who, again, are up in Canada, take, keep an eye out for me. Take a look. Uh, uh, what, what I'm really kind of looking for, I'm going to just stop in when I see places. And I, as I go along, I run into people, you know, or and uh, I'll, you know, I'll just email them and whatnot. Uh, what I want for, from our listeners is, is, you know, if you have a dojo somewhere in that area, you know, talk, if you're an instructor, invite me. If you have an instructor, ask them to invite me. <laughs> and, um, but if you know of somebody, then email them and say, hey, dude, you know, there's this guy coming and he's in town and uh, he's pretty stupid and it'll be fun to make fun of him. So once you invite him to the school, train and get to know each other. And you know that, that's that's kind of the the part of of us as a martial art community is well, know. and that's I think that's part of the cafe part, right? I mean, the the whole idea is is that I know in <laughs> kind of an ancient history, cafes are where people met to to share ideas and share philosophies and trade goods and things like oh, that. So look at you! Yeah, I know. I'm bringing it back around. Um, so, so I think that's part of the philosophy of the show as well. Is yeah. that you know we're it's it's a cafe. It's it's a place to discuss and meet and talk and share ideas. You know. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I, I can't remember if I said it a couple of shows ago, but there was somebody who had somebody who was moving to Austin. That was on Facebook. That was on a different martial art board. And mm-hmm. they said, you know, and so people are, and, and people are starting to do it on our board too, which is really cool because that's what I kind of wanted to happen. But, yeah. you know, people say like, hey, my student is moving to Austin. Who are some places to meet down there to train? Yeah, and, somebody posted about asking about a place in Ohio, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so and so somebody on this, this the, the board said like, oh, well, you know, uh, Paul Wilson from Carney Cafe is down in Austin. Uh, you, you should probably go check him out. Cool. And, and I was like, oh, oh, cool. Hey, it's, there's somebody... Nice. From nowhere that, that, but I mean, but that's the way it's going to be. It should be, you know, oh, hey, yeah. uh, I know this guy's coming by. Hey, this dude is coming through your town, you know. Yeah. Can I tell him to come check you out? That kind of thing like yeah. that. Yeah. Because we all know people like, you know, all over the world and all over the country. So that's that's kind of yeah. fostering it up. But yep. anyway, uh, yeah, so we'll try and get this episode out and then we're going to try and get another one in maybe next week or week after next. I don't know. And, and the other thing, too, to let people know that um, if you're not in the Facebook group, that you are you're you're kind of journaling your path uh, in that group. So if you want more regular updates of, of towns and things like that, that's the place to go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, I I kind of was I was intending to do like a at least a weekly update kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, again, you know, I'm kind of camping and you know, kind of hanging out and doing stuff and working. Yeah. So a little harder <laughs> to do that. But uh, I intend to do that. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, cool. Dan, great, uh, pleasure to talk to you. It's been a couple weeks. Yes, it's a pleasure to talk to you too. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into the forum at karatecafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, piranagear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, karatecafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at karatecafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, 
television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.